Again, it's just in time. Accessories. Everything is only five dollars. Nickel and lead free jewelry. Tayama Copeland, independent paparazzi agent. Just in time accessories. Definitely have the bling and everything in between. Check her out. Make sure you go over to goalie.com and get your goalie gummies today. They have three selections, three choices to choose from. They have the apple cider vinegar, the ashwagandha, and new. They now have the super fruit. In addition to going over to goldygummies.com, make sure you use the ATL as your discount code and receive a huge discount. It supports the channel and the podcast. In addition to all of that, the gummies, they are a source of antioxidant. They have vitamins B9, B12, promotes general good health, helps improve your daily health, contains pectin, a source of dietary fiber, uses pectin as a natural prebiotic to support the healthy gut and immune system, includes the mother, a healthy strain of bacteria, antioxidants, and enzymes. Mask the unpleasant taste of the apple cider vinegar. It's simple. It's delicious. It's goalie. 
Hey, 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 good evening, good evening, good evening, welcome, 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 welcome to the Anthony Brown Show, this segment that we call the ATL, I'm yours truly, I'm your host, with the most, Mr. Anthony P. Brown, I'm joined tonight with my special guest, the very beautiful, the very lovely, and the very handsome, Tyson. Hey, everybody. Sweetness, I see Tyson right there. Yeah, Ty, he, he was tripping, so he had to come alone. So he, he's, he's our he's our co-host tonight. We're also joined by yeah, the very lovely, the very bold, and beautiful Miss T Savage. Hello, everyone. How are you? And I'm joined by my brother from another mother, Mr. Fashionista himself, Shardy Duwak, in the fucking building. Legacy, the great. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. ATL hope. Yes, yeah, so we have a special guest tonight to talk about credit and the importance of credit. The uh, credit chick herself, Miss Marion Pollock. Hey, girl. Hey, beautiful. How are you? Hey, Lexi. Hi, is everybody doing? How you doing? Hey, doing how are you? I'm good. Yes, we're going to talk about y'all coins. <laughs> Black folks, it's time to get it right. Amen. 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 Kia <laughs> said, what's up, everybody? Hey, what's Kia. up, Miss Kia? Hey, Kia hey Mo. Tina Moe. Tina Moe. Um, girl, you something else. I logged in about 8.30. You logged in at 8.35. So um, <laughs> I don't know if you were here to do my hair and nails or what, but baby, you, you be logging in super early. <laughs> we, we, we love you, Tina Mo. We love you. Yes, yes we do. What an L trade was good. 28 grand. How y'all tonight? What's up, Legacy? That's the that's my brother, the one that put that did the, the song to our um our intro. Oh, that's that's the legendary. Yeah, that's him. 28, what's up, baby? There he be. That's him right there. That's 28. I know that's right. Well, Mr. Travis, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for the for the music. You're doing your thing. You're making it possible for us. Making us having more and more haters. But we, you we know it. Appreciate you it. You know they say if you ain't got no haters, you ain't on your job. <laughs> I guess we in overtime. Thank you, Legacy. I, I did it. Do your thing, Mom. I gave it to you, and I keep working it. Oh, Lord. Legs I had given out bootleg advice. <laughs> bootleg <my> advice. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know, we always start the show off with, you know, our, our formalities, you know, seeing how everybody's doing and stuff and stuff and stuff. So we've got that out of the way. I just want to know, do we have a, um, a question of the day? Legacy said, I think you had one, and uh, Savage said she had one. So we got actually two, two questions of the day. Let's, let's get into those and get them out of the way real quick. Savage, I'm going to let you go first, beautiful. Hey, Adrian. No, it's loud back here. You go first, please. Okay. Um, I was on, I was on Facebook one day, and somebody posted. Uh, the statement was, if anybody remember watching um, – Hey, Miss Prelo, 
if anybody remember watching um the John Singleton movie, um Baby Boy. Mm-hmm. Remember the scene when Jody went to Pandora's house, which was the young lady that um was infatuated with him, but she she worked with Jody's um baby mama. Girlfriend, mm-hmm. Yvette, aromatherapy. I call her aromatherapy. Savage, read that right there before I go in. He's a slow motion, slow motion, about to drop a new LP, Dirty Poet. Anytime, y'all, my people, very welcome. For sure, 28. But the question of the day is based off of that. Did Jody cheat when he went to Pandora's house, even though he did not have sex? Yep. Yep. Now, in, in questioning to this, because we're not going to be too long. I want everybody on this podcast to pin on why and what happened that made you consider of him to be a cheater on just that. Hold on. I'm going to answer that question. He's shitting the window. Period. But you know he put his mouth, she put her mouth on it. That's it. That was enough. So, so, so when we so basically right now at any time that a man or a woman if you give your inner relationship and you give your phone number out or hold too much conversation with someone that you know want more than just um Kiana Foster he did he went went there to get it (laughs) okay Okay, so in a relationship, if a gentleman or a woman, knowing you're in a relationship, give another man or another female your phone number, more or less going to their house. Because the cheating took place, had to take place in that act of giving the phone number for you to get directions to their house. So the cheating had to take place before he went to her house by getting the phone number. Okay, Lincoln, I got a question. Okay, if you they have the number or whatever, you know, it takes a A and B to talk. But the question is, what you going there for? Your your person in the other relationship, your partner is not with you, so you going there for something. Period. He went over there. You're not going there there for prayer. He went over there for conversation alone. And that conversation could have got heated. Right. So again, seducing him anyways. So again, so again, are we saying that because the cheating had to be before he went to her house? Because regardless if she was giving off Adrian Thompson, true, true. So the cheating had to take place from him receiving. Now, I see how he got the phone, though, because it was for business. So what kind of business? It, it wasn't. A bit, she, didn't, she didn't get the phone number to buy clothes, even though he was selling bootleg clothes. That's that's not what he got the number for. The it probably was. The way that she was enticing yeah. him every time Yvette was dropped off, he knew what her intentions were. So when he took the number, although he wanted to throw her off on business, that wasn't the reason why he took that number. There was an ulterior motive. Wait a minute. Let me let me point this out real quick. The cheating wasn't in exchange of the number. The cheating is. Let's take you back spiritually and biblically. The cheating happens in the mind. 
The scene, yes. happens, the, the scene happens before the act occurs. So the fact that you took the number, first of all, secondly, you went over there, you entertained the devil. So that's a two no-no. So yes, the cheating had already existed. I'd be damned if 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 my boo take take the next bitch phone and, and they only listening, if they take the next bitch phone number and um go over to their house, because anywhere they go, I should be allowed to go. But hold on. We if we're looking at the movie, and I agree with you, I agree with you. Adrian Thompson, his <laughs> cheating was in the intentions. So but we as we as humans, we we don't we don't have we can't read intentions. Actions prove intentions. So if you're trying to say that his intentions was which you can't read his intentions or his thoughts, we can only read action, and that's biblically too. But he so, knew her, but he knew what her intentions were. He, he didn't know. Every time Eva was dropped off, she was rolling, she was licking her lips and blowing kisses and winking and everything. She was giving him a seductive, she was undressing him every time with her eyes. He knew what she wanted. She wanted that good meat. Yeah, and, and even when he walked when he walked in her house, the setup of the house with the candles that you know, because if this ain't what you want, you need to turn around now. So the man, you basically basically saying that the Adrian Thompson. I know that's right, but sit down somewhere, Adrian. Sit your ass down. Kiana <laughs> fault to say he made a choice. He acted on those intentions. Again, oh God, Alan Prelo. If he's going, I should be able to go as well. Exactly. Prelo, sit down somewhere. Let the church say amen. Amen. Now, who I haven't heard from, and I'm a little worried. Two people on here I haven't heard from much of. I haven't heard from Miss Tiama, and I haven't heard from Miss Savage. I need to hear your mouth. I'm a Jehovah's Witness. Go ahead, Tay. Listen. He knew what he was doing. Anytime a man entertain anything that he knows is more than just a friendship, you cheat. If you are entertaining anything that your woman do, that I you're mean, afraid to let your girl know, you know what your intent is too. So case in point, being that it had to be a secret, you knew your ass wasn't supposed to be doing it. Period. I agree with Tayama, and he knew what he was. He knew he was doing like, like, like Tony said. The way he, she would look back at him with like bedroom eyes and swear her hips and stuff. That's like come get me. That's come get me, nigga. But then when he got to her house and came in and saw the candles, and it was all dark and seductive looking, nigga. You know what you walking in Right, and I was, I was wrong. She didn't put it in her mouth. She sat on it because she was like, mm mm, just a little bit, mm mm, mm. And she sat on top. So I forgot. She didn't, she didn't put it in her mouth. She sat on it. Well, I want to say something. First, Miss Adrian Thompson, I need you to sit down somewhere. Log off. Log on <laughs> off, Miss <Mr>. Adrian. <laughs> I don't well, want for her. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a hill. That's a hill. Don't come for him. Don't be telling him to log off because you're uncomfortable or something. Well, we need a little controversy in the mix. 
<laughs> Come on well, in, you know, Mr. Thompson. Have a seat at the table, sir. So, oh, okay. He said, Adrian, Adrian, he said Adrian, I know I'm putting, I'm putting in, I'm putting in intentions. So this. <laughs> So I mean, so basically, now we we all psychic on here today. We all psychic. Yes, and we, we, all and we know intentions. So legacy, any girl that you entertain that lick the lips and you put in that extra, did y'all wind up fucking? That's common. But the thing about it is, body psychic. Uh, but you don't have to. Why he got for the question? Hold There's on, a thing on. called body language. You don't have to say anything to let a person know what you're saying. It's called body language, the language of the body. Her that's body said, on, nigga, nigga come, come get this ass. Come get this ass, nigga. Adrian <laughs> said, don't make me make Tony Law call. <laughs> I, that's right. I know that's right. Say something. Now, I got to say hello, everybody. Hello. Hey, uh, Kiana Foster said she had the D on Lairway. He knew what it was. Yeah, he did, boo. Yeah, he did. Listen, okay. sis, Miss Foster, sis, I love you. And and I'm I'm talking. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Travis said, "How do I tune in the <laughs> Twenty-eight. It's a it's a chat. Matter of fact, put it up there, Tony, so he can call it. Call the ATL whole line right now. We're finna put it up here, get this number, and you can call in live and get your voice heard on the YouTube and on the Facebook channel with the ATL show today. Let's get it in. 770-455-5289. Call the ATL whole line. Let's just reiterate as we do every week. Um, Legacy is the leader of the whole line. What did so, I just tell you? What did I tell you, Tony? I told you I, not one day. Not one. Not one. I need the listeners to know who you are, sir. <laughs> okay. We so call it the whole line, but I need to say the legacy line. Where the holes wrong, where the holes wrong, where the money reside, where the money reside. Travis said, send it because I got something to say. Call the phone number, Travis. He be probably <laughs> holding the phone. Let me let me text it to him. Lord help us. <coughs> oh my bad. I thought I was muted. Excuse me. That's not COVID. That's hey, twenty eight in the in the chat. I'm finna send it to you in the chat. Hold on. Seven seven zero five four four fifty two. 89. That's him. Well, I hope when the whole phone rained on it. Calling you on the air. Calling you on the air. What is the legacy line? That's what it is? Legacy line. That's what it is. Yo, Greg, everybody can hear you. Now, I ain't gonna lie. Y'all entertain. <laughs> Who's speaking? And legacy. And legacy, I ain't, I ain't coming off no line. 
Intentions, or do we judge people's off of actions? Both. I'm gonna judge the person based off their intentions. So you don't never have any bad intentions that you don't act upon. Should you be should you be condemned just off of, off of your thoughts alone, or should you, or would you like someone? No, 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 that's why they got porn on. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's why they so, so Adrian, listen. I mean, not to say that bold, but just say it like that. I mean, come on, let's be serious. If you're really happy and you're happy with your relationship, if even if, some, even if you see somebody giving you that, giving you that note, you don't have to follow up with it. Sure don't. Sure don't. If you, if you see they pursuing, if you see they pursuing you with the licking lips and the battery in them eyes. I mean, come on, why are you going to stay home unless you're trying to get the truth? So, but again, we're basing this off of intentions because now we do know he wrong because of what took place in that. But do he get any kudos? Do he get any kudos for realizing in the midst and in the heat of what was going on that he was strong enough even though he, don't shake your head, Tony. Put your put your lips together. Don't part. Listen, whatever you finna no, say is gonna be wrong no. legacy because he didn't he didn't realize nothing. When she get no that's when he knew she was setting him up for the okie doke. If he didn't feel that it was a setup, she was finna get done up. Period. His moment, his way of escape is when he walked in the house. With every temptation, there's a way of escape. And when he walked in that house and saw that setup, he should have turned his ass around. But he kept going because he knew what it was. He wanted but, it. He but thought about it. But it was too late, hold on. Man. Savage, I totally agree. But that statement is what it is, what you just said. Even though it was, he realized what it was, it's like a, it's like a, 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 a wolf caught in a, in a bear trap. Even though you caught and your hand is there, if you that caught and you want to survive, you're going to chew your goddamn rest of your paw off and get on and be a three-legged wolf because you have to survive. And he was able to survive, and that didn't even come up. No more the rest of the movie, if you notice. He was able to completely turn away from her because he knew she was a, she was a um, Delilah. A whole top pocket and a croissant. Kiana said, uh, none. He shouldn't have been there laughing out loud. 
Thank you for calling, Adrian. We really appreciate you. Yes, Adrian, we appreciate you. Love you, Thank my you guy. so much for calling. Y'all call uh, the ATM whole line, 770-455-5289. Yeah. Mr. 28, the line is open. Come on through. Let's see what you got to say. I done sent you the number in your messenger, and I done sent it to your phone. What's taking you so long? And I put a live link on the, on the, in the description area, so you can just click on that and come on live, and we can see your face and meet you for the first time. Lord help us. That don't mean anybody else click on that link. That's just for 28. 28, boy, they giving you give me your old chance, man, to get you get on, on the screen. Now we ain't got all day. So what was the second question? What's the what's the second question of the day? I thought some I thought some kind of way legacy was gonna try to justify um Jody bullshit. <laughs> see, see that, that's what he, he just was. did, though. He did he talk was. about it. <laughs> To your phone, I tell you, the black partner, shut up. He wrong, he wrong, he dead wrong. And you wrong for riding on the train with him. You riding on the train right behind him. At least I left. At least you left. You should have been there in the first place. Yeah, but I mean, it's a lot of places in life we shouldn't have been there in the first place, but we was able to survive and get away. Them two seconds of penetration is still cheating. Him going over there is cheating. Period. He's trying. Since I, I didn't try, since I just was giving them folks a different point of view of how to look at things. He ain't trying nothing, but he he trying to cheat like Jody. That's it. Jody. Uh, I, I would have been like Yvette. So you ain't talking to your friend today? You ain't talking Legacy, to Legacy, you want some egg? Legacy, you want some egg? <laughs> Taking the fuck out there. Walking around. Oh, Lord. Sis, listen. I'm trying to get... Oh, see. Travis said he called us. Where's somebody on the line? Call again. And somebody was on the line, Travis. If you're watching, then I'm pretty sure you saw that. So call again. It might be a delay. On his end. 770-455-5289. Matter of fact, Miss Kiana Foster, how you doing tonight, sis? That same number is for you too. If you want to come on and give it, give us y'all opinion on that matter, we would love to hear it because uh, both of those individuals are near and dear to me. Call you on the air. Hello. Yes. What's going on, 28? <laughs> what? Hey, man, hey. Hello, 28. And Tony was her and Legacy over her. <laughs> Hello. We waiting on you, baby. Y'all hear me? Yes. Hey, Legacy. Yes. Yo, hey, Legacy, your question about the Jody part when he went over. You're breaking up, 28. We you need it. You're going to have to get a better signal if you're going to be on here, baby. All right, y'all hear me now, right? Yes. All right, listen. You, you. Right. Right, y'all. 
Baik, baik. Baik. I want to go live on the show. Come live. The, the link is in the description. Click on that link. Where's the stream yard? Click on that. It's a live chat. Click on, click on it. Oh, God. That's your brother Legacy? Yeah, that's my brother. He after me. There's a link on the screen that says StreamYard. Click on it. Well, Savage, until we can get 28 live, uh, go ahead and do your, then do your question of the day, love. Send the link to his phone, Legacy, the, the, the StreamYard link. Savage. Yes, I'm here. What was your question? Um, my question was, uh, would you date a trucker? A truck driver? Truck driver. Yes and no. If that truck driver stays in town. But if yeah. you drive cross country, girl, be no. so do it. They're a local truck driver where they come home every night. Yes. If they cross country and they go on for four, five, six, seven days, Hell no. So that means they got a bitch in every city. Yeah, they do. That's not that's it's a, yeah, a possibility, and more times than than none, they do. And the I first guess. thing they say is, I ain't like the rest of them truck drivers, you know. Okay. Well, uh me I, um far as um Truck drivers. I, I think truck driving is a real good job for me. It is. It's an excellent job. You get to see that. Truck driving is a real good job for him, and he really going to need another whole line for real. <laughs> see, with truck, with truck drivers, they get to go off and see the country and, you know, and plow different fields and things. And and they feel good to get plowed. Different fields, really. Kiana hey, said, "Go hey, ahead and hey, justify hey. it, bro. We're waiting." You you better get the word in the message. Get the word in the message. They got farmers. They truck drivers. They ain't got no business plowing fields. They got driving. Yes, but sometimes while they plowing fields, other people get to plow fields. But truck drivers aren't plowing fields. They're drivers. They're not farmers. They're plowing <laughs> the concrete field. They're on the road. No. He's talking about them, them, them vagina fields. That's what he's mm -hmm. talking about. Exactly. <laughs> T7, give me some. <laughs> bop, bop, bop. Yeah. Is that Miss Juicy Cakes? It's Miss yes, Juicy it Baby. Miss um, Savage, Savage, you have the letter of the day? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, mm hmm. Okay. Okay, I, think I, I, I think I sent sent it to you. Okay, give me a second. So the Please. answer for the everybody is no, because we got to move on, because we we got thirty minutes for the letter of the day, and then we got turn over to Miss Marion. Listen, the ATL show can definitely definitely not send out a negative vibes about people being married and dating truckers. We cannot send that negative narrative 
that that would be a bad thing. Let's not do that. We didn't send out a negative vibe or a narrative. What, what, what happened? What the, question, the question was, would we? I lost something. So, what, so we're speaking, on, would we're, speaking, we? we're speaking on the behalf of the individual. And as far as I, and let me tell you, and let me tell you, how these women in these marriage, they know they got a thousand sister wives. So let's be crystal clear. <laughs> they already know what they into. Miss mm. Juicy, Juicy. Ready? Yes. Would you date yes. a truck driver? Oh, good luck. I have a I have children from a truck driver. They are Oh, the area code. But Miss Juicy, but Miss Juicy, isn't it? Isn't it just as, as if you dated a regular local guy, he could be just as harsh as a truck driver? He sure can. But the one different thing about the ones who go on the road is they gone and went out of sight. They do what they do. What can you do? But you, I'm still saying they don't have the person can. Oh, is this 28? Yep. Say it one more time. Hold on one second, Miss Juicy. What are you, 28? Twenty eight out of hundred. Well, figure that thing out, man. I, I mean, I'm like, damn. <laughs> Welcome to the ATL show, twenty eight. We appreciate everything you what, did with the what's going you know, on? Your music. What's going on? Welcome. Hello. Like bad connection one in the family. Motherfucker. Ah, ah. <laughs> Y'all ready for this level? Oh, Travis, hold on a second. Go ahead and give it to him, Savage. Oh, hold on. Dear ATL, Hello. This segment of the show where you, the viewer, can write in and tell us about what's going on in your life. And we will read your letter and respond to your letter live here on the air. So if you're experiencing relationship problems, best friend disputes, baby mama, baby daddy drama, yeah, yeah, anytime, man, y'all need church issues, I to go back in, you know, send your letters to the Anthony Brown Show at Gmail. Shortly and uh, do some things, but you know how to miss part of the show. Ain't was still talking. <laughs> trying to figure it out on my phone, right? So I don't, I don't know where y'all <laughs> live. Okay, 28 grams. So I'm gonna go ahead on and get started with this letter because uh you you talking about like, um, I robot. Okay. Dear ATL family, I have been dating this guy since middle school. We are currently seniors in college. He is the love of my life. Both of our families know and get along very well with each other. Me and my guy has always been so close and inseparable until this year. There was this new guy and girl started attending the school and the girl has become my best friend. The guy is her cousin and has become super close to my boyfriend, almost too close. Ooh, that's suspect. This summer, when we all went home for summer break, instead of my boyfriend going back home where we are both from, he journeyed to where the guy is from and spent the summer there. 
He said it's nothing, and they're just friends. Am I seeing too much into this, or has my man crossed over to the other team? Please help me open my eyes to reality, because at this point, I love him and want to someday marry him. Signed, am I crazy? Tony, you need to address this first and foremost. You do. Girl, you ain't got no gay friends with a gay dog? Because they be knowing. <laughs> they be knowing, honey. They be knowing by trade. Did I miss something? Is the friend gay? Or did I miss that part? Just hearing the letter. Um, yeah, the other... Hey, Miss Millie. Miss Millie said, oh, leave the ACL family. Hey, Miss Millie, okay. baby. Just hearing the letter. Yes, my gator went off. And um, from, from what I'm picking up, make sure y'all picking up what I'm putting down. Um, <laughs> we got it. We got it, bro. Yeah, definitely crossed over. Yeah, you have definitely lost your man because um he's crossed over. He's not playing for the other team. Well, he might be playing for both teams. That's about that word is called by. Yeah, and he, why he, they he couldn't just be good friends. But he, he he going home for the whole summer with the, with a dude. You got you crazy as hell. That ain't no that ain't no close friend. Y'all ain't been together 15, 20 years growing up from kindergarten and shit to be going to spend a whole summer with a motherfucker. You just met him three months before school got out. Right. Maybe he don't want to go back to his nagging ass family and dude was like, hey, we got a spare bedroom and my mama good cook. No, that wasn't a dude. That was a girl. Uh I'm gonna no. fight for you, girl. It's so your man tell you otherwise, he ain't gay. Miss Miss Mary, I'm a sweetness is in denial, just like this lady is. Miss oh. Mary, could you give me your opinion on that, Miss Mary? You really want my opinion? Yes. Give it to him, girl. I want everybody to keep men. Okay. If I had a dude that was spending more time with another dude. Look at the I'm nails while he's talking. Not spending time with me. I'm like Tony. He playing on the other team. Now, if he the pitcher <laughs> or he's the catcher. Mm. He probably the pitcher. He probably the pitcher. Oh, and you know what? I'm going to tell you like this. This is the way I feel about that whole situation. He probably didn't just start being the pitcher. Bam! Bam. Go ahead and pick. Go go ahead and get to him, Miss Mary. Been in the dugout a long time. Mm. Oh, not the dugout. What you say, Tony? It's been it's been the thoughts already was there. Oh, here we go at the thoughts. The it intention. Just the, it, just, it just took the right person to bring it out of them. Mm-hmm. Like so are you saying me. that so are you saying that men can bring the whole ism out of a woman? Of yeah. course. Oh, yes. Connection. Like someone told okay. me today, they said, Tony, you have such a, a, a even tone and, and, a, and a mild mannered temperament. Um, just the right person that came along to bring out that motherfucker out of you. Because um, <laughs> I told him a story about one time I kicked, kicked the dough in he, and he couldn't believe. He's like, What? Yes. Yeah, so, I kicked a couple of doughs in too. So Miss, so Miss Juicy, let me hear what you got to say, Miss Juicy. 
Well, I, I, I want to make sure I didn't hear it incorrectly, but it, all of it sound like he um he done crossed over or he's come out the closet, not just crossed over, but finally decided what he wanted is where he at. He went there. She just she just, you know, she gotta find something else. Or just be friends. Hold Everybody on. Everybody be friends. Hold on. So <laughs> <laughs> We're going already. She said she love him. They've been together. So they're pretty much in college. Middle school. Yeah, they've been together since middle school and they're in college. So they already friends. No. What happened was. Love him. And now it's time her friend has grown up. And they moved into different ways. And that's what people that's what people do. He, he that's where everybody go to college, they get they find what they want. He found what he wants. It wasn't her from middle school. And he My, found, he probably been fighting the whole time. And he found backdoor cat. Well, you know, maybe if he would have been a little more open and just discussed with his chick. That he wanted to poke in her brown eye, he didn't probably have to go and poke the brown eye guy. Let me tell you, if he was gay, he he was going to try regardless. Yeah, all of them look alike. Ain't no different. (laughs) All what look alike? All look alike. Hold on, all what look alike, Miss Marion? The brown eye? That brown eye you're talking about. No, no, no. Let me break it down to you. Let me break it down to you. What they all may be the brown eye, but here's the difference. What an individual is attracted to is the energy of the other person. And what I mean by that is, for example, if you are attracted to a masculine man, correct? A feminine man is not gonna entertain you. He's still a man, but he could do nothing for you because you're not attracted to the feminine energy. You're attracted to the masculine energy. Perfect example. There's this um, transgender that's a female to man. Is now was well, a female born, still has a vagina, but visually looks like a dude. Facial hair, brushed waves, muscular, built, abs, b- bubble butt. So when you visually see this person, you think it's a dude. Now I find that person to be very attractive because of the energy that they're throwing off. Which is masculinity. Mm-hmm. You also, if you saw this person, you would say, mm, he's attractive, not knowing that he is still a female because he still has a vagina. Because you will be attracted to the masculine energy, and that's what that's what this person gives off. So yeah, all of them may have a brown eye, but all brown eyes aren't necessarily masculine or feminine. So so Miss Mary. Are you saying that a man who loves a woman, he's a heterosexual, if he poke his woman in the bajuju, where the bajuju at, that makes him gay? Legacy, you retarded. It's time for you to go to sleep. (laughs) 
<laughs> nine nine Negro, nine nine. Would you would you would you consider that man to be gay because he enjoyed being in the in 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 the, in the brown out of his woman? I think that is so gross and disgusting. If you want the truth. Do you think drinking milk is disgusting? I don't drink milk, darling. That is not drinking milk. <laughs> that is not drinking milk. That ain't even drinking chocolate milk. <laughs> that ain't even chocolate milkshake. That's like barbecue. Legacy, good night. You different strokes for different folks. That's right. T Savage, I like what you said. Different shows different because some people find that the, the anus is tighter and that's why they like it. Yeah. Right. You know, it's not, I don't because, think that every man that they like the anus. Is, that person got you finish my sentence. <laughs> I don't think that every. <laughs> Like everybody that 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 that, that like it like that is it, gay. I just don't think that. Y'all don't think that's gay. Me neither. Miss Juicy Cake. Juicy Cake. I'm done. Now, now, yeah. here's a question. Here's a question that has been pondered in my head for years, and I want to ask this question, and we can almost move on because we want to get into Miss Marion's um topics. But my my question is. Although the Bible says the, the bed is undefiled, which means almost anything is anything is can go on in the bedroom between a husband and a wife. So with that being said, I've known a situation where a husband and a wife married. She has poked him. The, <laughs> the bedroom is undefiled. That means anything you want to do in that room with your spouse is acceptable. No matter how weird it is, it's acceptable. I know people, men. Francis said, if you're in a relationship and the guy is constantly asking for anal, is he considered to be gay? Should I be concerned? No. You give, give him some, give him some um, dookie shoe. What? Like, Francis, let me he explain. He said. He said, if a man is constantly asking for anal, you should be concerned if you're gay. Not necessarily, Francis. Let me tell you. Yes and no. Um, let me break it down real quick, and, and maybe you'll understand. Like I was saying earlier, maybe you're just logging in. But what happens is a man is attracted to a certain energy. If you are a feminine female, he's attracted to you because you're feminine. He's not attracted to masculinity, so he may not, he may never screw a man ever because not even though a man has a, a ass and was willing to give him ass. He don't want that because that's down, and it may sound kind of crazy, but you got to say it like that, Charlie. Yeah. No, let's know what you're saying is. He's to your femininity, the feminine energy. So, because you are a female, he 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 may want ass, but he may only want it from you. You know what I'm saying? So he's not attracted to the masculine energy. So I don't care how many men come along and try to offer him some some bujaina. You know what? That's what they called it back in my day. That's what they called it back in my day. In the back is bujaina. So he he (laughs) wants their bujaina. He wants your bujaina. So not your bujaina. Not necessarily. You should be concerned. No, give him try. You never know what you you might like it. Hmm. 
Hold with on, the right move, you'll definitely like it. <sighs> say what? Say um, Millie said that damn legacy. <laughs> what did I miss, Karma? Said girl. Hey, well, Miss Karma. I want to hear what Miss Juicy got to say before we move on, Tony. Please, please, go ahead, Miss Juicy. I, 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 speechless. I, I don't like to say on that. He, he summed it up. The energy. It's the energy. I just, I just pray that the energy that kind of me be the energy that, like, we equally, we equally, we understand. <laughs> so, That's all I pray for. So, 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 Miss Juicy. Savage. Do you think. Donna said, Bujina, I'm crying laughing. <laughs> Karma said, yes, I feel you should. That's a dead giveaway. Karma said you should be concerned. I personally don't think it is a concern. Like I said, it, you know, to each his own. If you know, if he's asking for Bujana and you give him something and he's no longer asking because you're satisfying him in that area, then it's it's a it's a win win. But if you're, it, if you're if you're giving him it and he's going somewhere else to get it. That's you, Francis Miss said he does not want it. me to do it to him, so what the hell? Francis said he does not want me to do it to him, so what the hell? Well, Tony, Tony, you hold on before we go any further. Tony, I need you to go ahead one more time because a lot of people just coming in here. Give all. Uh, Karma said, "Hey, boo. go ahead, Savage." Uh, Francis Allen, all right. I mean, um, Keanu said Francis Allen, right? Carmen said every man that, every man I that was like, okay, hold on, every man that I was. Yeah, she guess I guess she meant to say every man that she was with before that she that was like that found out years later they was by. So so. Give these young ladies, Tony. The royal principle rule that probably 75% of the time is the justification of why there's a lot of walking out and stepping out when it comes to men and women. Break that down to them, Tony, what you usually give the true understanding of why and how that happens. Okay. I, I feel the reason why a lot of people tend to walk out or step out on their relationship is because one thing for sure, two things for certain, if you listen to your partner, not just hear them, but listen, there's a difference. If you listen to your partner, they're going to tell you what they desire, what they need, what they want to satisfy them. And sometimes when they tell you what they want and what they desire, you tend to say, oh, I don't do that. Or, I can't do this. Or, I can't do that. But simply because you don't do it don't mean they no longer want it. They just mean they're going to go somewhere else to get it. You know, if you're a female and you enjoy having your vagina ate out and he said, well, I don't eat pussy, that doesn't mean you, your desire for that has went away. That means he's gonna, you just going to go somewhere else to get it. Like the person, if he wants some head and you say, well, I don't fuck dick. Okay, well, you don't have to. I'm just going to go somewhere else to get it. So they're just going, and it's not to say that they love you any less, he or she, they're just going to get what they're missing at home. 
So because you are depriving them of their pleasure. Because they'll a, a, a partner, male or female, will tell you in so many words or directly what they need, what they want. Baby, I need this. Or baby, do you do this? Baby, do you that? And I, I don't do all that. Okay. So you, so pretty much when they go to doing that, savage. Amen. Savage, you got to put the other one back from his car. Uh, I'm read that one already. Read that one already. Okay. Okay. Well, so basically, when when we get to a point in a relationship when the partner, the partners, they do genuinely love each other. Because some people don't ask, close mouth, don't get fed. You're right about Whoa! that. Whoa! So if your partner don't, Whoa! and that's where now, that, now that's another issue. If your partner, let's say for example, desires something and don't voice their opinion, or vo I'm sorry, voice their desires to you as a partner, because you're the person. Communication is key. You should be able to communicate anything. So if if your partner can't tell you his or her desires and they go elsewhere to get those satisfied, that's unjustifiable because. They didn't even give you the opportunity to satisfy the need. Right. You know, but, it seems like, 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 in Francis said, we just supposed to be able to have what we want and not, not mind our partner and what our partners want. Cause like women, what about the women who, who get pregnant and, and they can't have placenta privy, can't have sex, and only thing they can do is, um, oral sex, but the man wants other. He's got now. I got permission to just go out because she can't give him what he wants. He can't wait. He can't. No, 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 he can't no, no, choose no, no, no. to. No, no. Hold on. Hold on. First, no, no, no. said they will definitely go out and get it if they don't get it from you. You no, better believe it. Hold on. Hey, hey, He's saying for some people, because some men, you can have that freak that is willing to go the extra mile and do the still cheat. And drink milk too. Um, so when you say that extra freak, you mean drinking the milk from the back of the larynx? Anything. Legacy. Yeah. Legacy. Go find somebody. <laughs> you need somebody to talk nasty with you. I'm not here with you on that tonight. But to answer your question, Juicy. You okay. gotta get his freaks off on the show. Okay. And nobody ain't talking about that. Hey, he gonna go back and watch the replay by himself and I keep watching something okay. on the porn. Oh, yeah, oh, man, oh, you know it. He probably, oh, he probably, he probably yeah, that's he probably it, baby. Over there now with no draws on. Talking all nasty. So, talk that thinking, baby. Let me ask y'all a question. So, if denying your partner their desires. Hold on. Kiana said you can stand on your head for some dudes and they'll still they're still greedy. That's yeah. true. People are greedy. You did that, right. That's, that's some <laughs> some guys. Like yes. I said, that's what, that's what you got to know within yourself. If if you're not satisfying his his, his needs, whether it's sexual, whether it's mental, spiritual, emotional, whatever it is, it's not always sexual. But whatever no. his or her desires are, if you're not fulfilling it, then maybe that's not the person for you. Because sometimes people are in your life for a reason, a season, and a lifetime. And sometimes it's us, Ryan, trying to keep those seasonal people for a lifetime. For a minute. Or a minute. Let, let them go. Okay. Let me, let me, let, before Kiana takes by, let me ask the question. God damn. Karma, Karma said, where I'm from, guys started stepping out because the gay men used to have money and was spoiled a straight man to turn him out. 
So they broke ass and started lying to themselves, saying, I'm not gay if I let a man suck my penis. Suck that meat. That meat stick. Oh, ooh, take that rubber. I'm going to go through with the lesbians, too, because I've, I've known some studs that would approach females, especially if the baby daddy don't left her with two or three kids. She's struggling. So now you have a stud come along, and she played a man role. And she started picking out money. Then yeah. you let you drive a car or buy you a car. You know, girlfriend's like, okay, and I feel obligated. Damn, this girl doing everything that the nigga ain't doing. So why not let her eat this coochie? I mean, we got a girl on this panel right now that turned out many hoes. Lord! But it wasn't for that. <laughs> <laughs> and she got a reason. Y'all heard her trying to justify what it was. But it wasn't for that. But like, so um, let me ask this question before we go, because we're going to get ready to go into this. If somebody is depriving or just done totally just talk, turn me out. Who, who turn she me is? out? Who is she? Karma. <laughs> Karma. <laughs> oh, and you put me by myself. Right, that part. Thank you for not including me on that one. <laughs> that's that's right. the, proof of the, the proof of the pudding is in the eating. Ow! <laughs> so, if right, period. Yeah. Nasty. Nasty girl. <laughs> Don't mean a thing. All y'all nasty girls. Don't mean a thing to me. So <laughs> <laughs> I stole seven things. Thomas said, "Hey, Red, oh, it's you." <laughs> <laughs> Thomas say she ready like little season high ready over there. Party. I, be, I be all on Camilla Page. Yes, girl. Yes, yes. you be looking good now. Yeah, you be looking good, Carmel. Yes, girl. Okay. <laughs> so let me get this out right quick, ladies. If that person who's in a relationship and the partner is, I'm talking about equivocally, does not want to do certain things that they want to do their desires, do that give the other person the free pass to step out? Because out of 100% of the relationship, 90% of it is excellent. The only percent of it that's bad is that I'm not allowed to fulfill my desires with my partner who I'm thinking about and contemplating about being married to. So does that nope. give me a pass? Nope. With me, anytime you break loyalty, with me, number one thing is loyalty. Once you break that, it's broken. Period. If, if that one thing that you're desiring is so important that you have to go cheat, then, then break up with me. That point. I always told my spouse if I ever was going to cheat on you, I'd tell you before I do it and that'd be a wrap. But you but you are depriving. Francis said, hell no. <laughs> so, but even though you are the person that's depriving this person of that, you think that they should still I mean, I think that's like 
Open it up. I'm gonna you ask that you, you better go to the sex store and go get a toy and do all the freaking stuff you're trying to do on that. Because you're not the nobody okay. feel the desire, not the toy. I'm gonna answer it in detail. Because first of all, no one is a hundred percent. Nobody. You know, so exactly. if I get with somebody and you give somebody, you may bring 97% to the table. I might bring um, 99% to the table. So no one is 100%. So whatever that percentage that you're not getting from me and I'm not getting from you, it has to be so small and so minute that let's let's stay in for the long haul because our percentage is so high that we're going to make this work and build this empire. Now, if that, like I say, if that, so if that one thing is so important to you, like drinking the milk is so important, then, um, and if that's if they if they're willing to eat it but not swallow it, if they're a spitter and not a swallow, then that's so important to you that you're willing to cheat. Then maybe you need to find somebody else, because because they may give you ninety nine percent, and that one percent, and, and the fact that they're not swallowing the milk is is that one percent they're not giving you. But but they all they all take that in the mouth, they're just not taking it down the throat. You know what I'm saying? So. Are you willing to, to leave the 99 and go out and find and try to search for 100 again? If, if, the, if, if the you know, sometimes when you drink, you gargle. So I'm okay with the 99. Kiana says, so the person being deprived is meeting all the other person's needs? Yes. So, so when the partner so when the partner is short on their bill money, I can cheat. Whoa. Eating ain't cheating. Whoa. 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 That was a good one. That, that was a good one. Boy, that was a good one. Whoa. Listen, I ain't never been closed mouth on that podcast too much. But that one right there, that was a good ass car fight. I like that. Hell no, you can't go cheat. <laughs> nope. There's never an excuse to cheat, period. Like I said, if you feel to the point where you wanna wanna step out on a relationship, either one or two things must take place. And this is just my opinion. I if y'all feel I'm wrong, step in and say something. One or two things must take place. Either one. You must first get that partner's consent. Hey, baby, um, I'm lacking this. I want to bring the so-and-so in the room. Is it okay? Let's do a threesome or whatever. And if your partner is okay with that, for you to be satisfied elsewhere to get what you're not getting from them, then that's okay because you have that partner's consent. So you're not cheating. They, they know what's going on and blah, 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 blah. Or two, leave the relationship, get out of the relationship and go elsewhere now you're single and you can do whatever the hell you want to do. I agree. What you think about that, Miss Marion? No comment, baby. Just no comment. You don't took my breath away tonight. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Juicy Case, hurry up right quick. Gonna give me your thing so we can go into this all uh, the, the main topic. Juicy, is she over there driving them crazy? I guess. Juicy, drive them crazy. Well, 
Let's move on into the next segment, bro. Before we move into our main topic, before we move into our main topic, I, I just want to show a brief com- a little commercial. A friend of mine that's been on our show before, and we're, we're looking forward to him coming back on the show again. I told him that I would show his commercial real quick because he has something coming up, I think, in the next week or two. So um, we'll just show this video, and we're going to go right into Miss Marion, the credit chick, and we're going to talk about the importance of credit and also are we broke or just poor money management. Hey, family. Will Horn here. I am so excited that in less than 30 days, we'll be celebrating the official launch of Wilhorn Ministries right here in Dallas, Texas. October 15th and 16th, people from all over the country are going to gather here for an amazing time of worship and fellowship. And I would love it if you would be here to join us. We're in the midst of another great spiritual awakening and people are starting to discover that there's so much more to God and so much more to life than what we've been taught in the traditional church. And I would love it again if you would be here uh, to join us on this journey to enlightenment and, and fulfillment and living the life that we've really been assigned to live while we're here in the earth. So listen, it doesn't cost you any registration fee or anything like that to join us, but our space is limited. So we do need you to let us know that you're coming. So if you would go to Eventbrite, search Will Horn Ministries launch and reserve your seat. If you're coming from out of town, uh, I want you to know that we've got a beautiful host hotel. It's in a great location. They've given us a great rate. So you can reserve your seat and reserve your hotel space just to make sure that you're able uh, to join us. Listen, if you need to get more information, you can certainly do that uh, by going to willhornministries.com or you can join our Facebook group. That way you'll know what's going on uh, with the ministry. Uh, but beyond all of those things, I want you guys to know how much I love you, how excited I am about this opportunity for us to come together and really live the life that God has intended for us. All right. Uh, I look forward to seeing you all very soon. Take it easy. Congratulations, Mr. Horn. Yes, Pastor Will. So proud of you. They got the credit check. How you doing? I'm good. Legacy done took all the energy out of me tonight. <laughs> Won't he do it, girl? Yeah, yeah like he done it. took all the energy out. My brain not even working. effect on women. Jeez. Don't walk into the light. Run, Caroline. I will not go into the light, Caroline. Listen, we had a question, and we wanted to know: Are we as we as black people? And I went, and, I, and I was not a racist thing, but I can only speak for my own because that's my people. So, we as black people, we as a people, we as a family, we as a tribe, are we broke, or do we just have simple poor money management skills? And how important is credit when it comes to you know having money and, and building wealth and building generational wealth, building an empire? And, you know, not just for, for this generation, but for many generations to come. Because the Bible says that, you know, every man should leave things for his, for his children, his children's children, and so on and so forth. So if you're, if you're not in a position to, to be able to do that, then maybe you need to tune in tonight and play the replay again and again and find out what is it is. Because one thing we still doing for certain is credit is a very important thing. So I invited Miss Marion Pollard. She's on tonight. And um, Ms. Marion, tell them where they can find you first and foremost and um, tell them exactly what you do. And we're going to get in, 
to this coffee. Okay, well, once a month I could be found at Tony's house. That's first thing. <laughs> that's first thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Once a month I could be clear. But once a month I could be found there. But I also can be found on Facebook. Uh, my telephone number is area code 305 458 And let's talk about the importance of credit, especially for the Black community. Okay, we all like labels. We like name brand cars. We like stuff that's way out of our range. And if anybody knows how to play the, the number game with credit, you would never have to spend money. You could just leverage your FICO score and get what you want. Mm -hmm. And if you have the correct FICO score, you could sign and drive. Your interest rates are good. Your insurance is good. There's a lot of things that you get when you have a 700, I would say a 750 and above. You could walk in and talk. But if your credit score is a uh, 478 or less than a 620, they don't want you. Uh -huh. But we as we as black people, we got to do better. We really got to do better. Because, you know, Christian Dior, Louis, they not worried about us. They still getting rich. All of us. And they, they poor. And we still poor. Mm-hmm. And you know, let me let me just drop some facts to people that a lot of people don't know. You know, funeral homes will run your credit to give you money to bury a loved one, but everybody that you see now they doing GoFundMe like that's an insurance policy. But funeral homes run your credit on a credit report, and they also have a funding company that gets four percent, but you also have to be 620 FICO score. To even get the money. I said I didn't know that. Miss Miss Mary, let me ask you a question. Um yes. before we get in. Could you explain to the people out in the ATL world what is the difference between first they need to know the three credit scores and what's the difference between those three credit people that does the credit rating, what their names are. And what is a um, or what did you say an Equifax score? What is what is the difference it's, between those? Okay, it's a FICO score, and what I your mean, FICO, FICO score? score my bad. FICO. What is built on? It comes from Equifax, TransUnion, and Experience. And how they come up with that FICO score is they take a score from each one of those bureaus, they add them together and divide them by three, and that's your overall score. And that's how they come up with, you know, to say, okay, if you got excellent credit, then okay, we're gonna go forward with them. If they don't, then you're gonna get the high interest rate. It's just that easy. But that's how they come up with your FICO score. Believe it or not, some banks even do a credit report on you, just open up a checking account. Yes, they mm -hmm. do. You, you, you know, your car insurance is based on that as well. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Car insurance. Right? I didn't know that. Give you car insurance. Mm -hmm. Now, the company you're with, you do the credit repair. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm with um, 
United Credit Education Services. And what the company provides is they prepare a disputing process. And the disputing process gets you out of a lot of things. You could say you lived in Fort Lauderdale last year, but you live up here in West Palm Beach. So that means you still have that address from Fort Lauderdale on your credit report. And they can still be sending mail there. And those are like things that count against you, like point wise, the telephone numbers, old employments, all of that stuff. It counts all against you. So technically, when you're dealing with a credit bureau, you want to have everything in that credit bureau attached to you right now. So what's the difference between you and what you do and someone just signing up on the app like Credit Karma? You know, what's the, what's the difference? Because the letters, yeah, that's just that. I mean, credit card yep. really is getting your information to give you, like, inquiries. A soft one. Well, yeah, they want to tempt you to get credit cards for other people and stuff like that and try to get you to get personal loans, stuff that you don't need. Yep, and then when you run your information for those credit cards, they're not soft. They turn out to be hard hits. That's one thing. Explain to people the difference and how um, when you are going to Millie said, what's up, credit chick? Hey, Millie. Explain to people, Ms. Marion, that the, um, how most people when they go to a place to get um, or to apply for a to, to get a car or to buy a home how even though these people tell you they're running a soft credit check on you that there's really not a such thing as a soft credit check because once you open that door everything is open up to them so you have to understand that if you had five different uh inquiries or you went to five different toyota uh lexus uh, Ferrari, if you went to all these places and also went to two or three different um, places to try to purchase a home and they're running these hard credit checks and you you went to one earlier today and he told you you had a 621 but at the end of the day by the time that you got to the seventh um, organization let's say to get the home you don't have five car checks and, and two home checks now your credit score is looking like it's a 589 and you don't understand that that's because when you have so many different people running your credit all at, you know right about the same time that that lowers your credit score even though they tell you they're running soft ones they're all actually running hard inquiries on your credit let me explain something to you i'm gonna tell you something that happened to me okay when my credit was really really bad i went to get a car and I went to actually Napleton Kia, which is in Riviera on Blue Heron, okay? And they said, they had this little thing up there, and they said, oh, well, if you work on your job, you could bring your information or whatever to your pictures, okay? Lies. That was a lie. That was just a lie. It was no good. It was a lie. Okay. Six months after going to that car lot, I started working on my credit with this company that I'm with now, okay? Six months prior, they took my little nice little 478, they ran it, 
They hit the button one time. They ran it with 19 banks within Ooh. 15 minutes. I still was not approved. It didn't matter. But my 478 went down to 426. So after six months with this company working on my credit, guess what happened? The same bank that turned me down, which was Santana, was the same bank. Oh, Santana, Okay? Even though they gave me a high interest rate, I went to a different car lot. But look, six months later, that same person that had already done told me down, I ended up fixing my credit, coming up 126 points, and was able to finance a different car. So just within 15 minutes, my credit was already just shot. It just went down. Like, from here, just choo, down there. So I tell everybody, I had a Georgia area code at that time. Now, you know, I got a Tallahassee area code right now because I'm in the eight. But, you know, they just run it and run it and run it. And you know what it makes it look? It looks like, it looks like you're desperate. Mm-hmm. Because you really is. You're trying to get a car. You're desperate. But that's what they do. They keep running and running. It's killing you, but you you looking desperate for credit. And guess what? They still not going to approve you because you're desperate. Mm-hmm. That's just a cut to the chase. So you desperate. I have a specific question for you. Uh-huh. It's funny that you're talking about credit uh, and, and the cash flow I'm talking about. How bad does the repossession look on the credit, whether it's voluntary or involuntary? It looks bad. It, I mean, it's bad because it's a big bill. It's a trade line. And guess what? No matter what the situation is, the car dealership bank, they're going to get paid because they take out insurance to cover them. But they're going to make you look bad. Right. That's that's the name of the game. They just make you look bad. Now, how do you... Another question. And I'm being specific because you won't hear, so I'm going to utilize you. How do you... How do you increase your credit score when you have a... Uh, a high debt to income ratio when it comes to like my student loans. They off the charts. So how how can you I guess work on credit when you have such high balances of, of student loans? I know a lot of people probably deal with that. And have are you paying them? Have you put them in deferment? Um they're they're deferred right now. Because mm-hmm. right now they're in deferment, they shouldn't be reported. That's right. They should not even be reporting nothing. But when you but when you go to buy a house and stuff, all of that is, is taken into account, correct? The debt to income ratio as far as or do do student loans count? I think they do, but I don't know. So so I don't know because you know what that could be a lot of different angles. Right. If they're in deferment, they they're being angles. reported, can't she um sue about that? Because see, my daughter had my daughter had a couple of loans and um, she did a deferment. And then when she decided to figure out whatever she was going to do with her paperwork, she ended up making a payment arrangement as low as $5. When making yeah. a payment arrangement as low as $5, that starts making you positive. Right. But I had worked on the back end to get all the negative stuff off. Because right. technically, I, I, this is how it works with credit, okay? Like I'm talking to you, you asking me questions. I should know a lot of your personal information, okay? Right. And I should have your permission 
to even put that inside the credit bureau to count against you. And that falls up under the uh, the credit act. There's an act, a fair credit act. And that's what mm-hmm. protects consumers. And it's like 26 pages long, but guess what? We ain't gonna read that. But that's what protects us. Because they have to have permission to put this right. stuff against you. And if they don't have yeah. permission, then there it is. If you're in discernment, do you have do they have permission? No, they still don't have permission. Even if you make a mispayment or whatever, they have to have permission from you to put anything on your credit report. That's that's just solid. That's in the constitutional law. Ms. So Mary. She can file a, a claim against the firm showing up as a negligence and then they could be removed. Will that remove the actual debt or just the mark? It will remove the mark. Right. Because I'm yeah. looking to buy a house, but with that, with that, them student loans on that, man, I don't know. Let me tell you something, and I and I know this is crazy, but I could say this on Tony's show. When your money right, you got you could have anybody do anything you need them to do, long as you want it to be done correctly. Right. Yeah. Now, and you just have to follow the instructions. That's it. Now, a person call you and get with your services, um, as far as um, educating them and fixing their credit or helping them to fix their credit. Um, like we see saying, you know, about how long does it take before a person can see a change in the numbers? Well, you know what? Everybody, everybody's profile is different. Mm-hmm. Break that down some more. But when I say everybody's profile is different, okay, Legacy could have 64 items in one credit bureau, 36 in another, 52 in another. It just depends on. Mm-hmm. But but that's the that's the thing what a lot of people don't be trying because it's hard to understand if if my if if my debt is what it is if I if I got a student loan and you got TransUnion Equifax and um, Experian those are your three companies that that runs your credit and have all your information right mm-hmm. that 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 cause your um, credit score to drop or go up or to go up mm-hmm. how is it that if every if these three entities do the same job, how is it can one of them have 69, 34, and 57? How is it okay. that they don't Let, all that's see a good the same question. thing? Let me tell you something why they can have different ones. Okay, for instance, Equifax is going to be your main bureau that you pull. Okay, because you know why? They update every 30 days. Hmm. See, they don't update like they should. Each bureau updates different. Like TransUnion, for instance, they update every 90 days. Which, which doesn't that seem schemish? It, it seems schemish, but you know what? They got power. So you got to get with somebody that's going to educate you, though. To further answer Legacy's question also is, um, because when I was working at the bank, uh, we were told that Let's say my company is uh, a finance company, and, and, and let's say my finance company only reports to TransUnion. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, when you're you're the good or negative, I'm going to report it to TransUnion. So therefore, you may not be on Equifax and the other one because I only report to TransUnion. You know, so yeah, they all three may be doing the same thing, 
but each company, each finance company who's financing you and pulling your credit, we don't necessarily report to all three. We yeah. don't, we, we may only report to one or two. Okay. Well, you know, you so, have to pay to report those people. Right. But but the thing is this. I just heard you say, Ms. Marion, that those, those entities supposed to request permission from you yeah. to post good remarks or to post bad remarks, right? Yep. But we all know that they that's not that. how it is done. Because I'm pretty sure I ain't told Equifax, TransUnion, or Experian to put a goddamn thing down on my credit card without paying my damn student loan. I have never refused to do a damn thing that is on them. I'm pretty sure when, 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 when Big Mama had to put my name at, by me being eight, she had to put the light in my name. <laughs> right. And because and, and we had to keep the lights on, and I didn't, I ain't know a damn thing was in my name. And when I go, I go to run, they tell me that I got a two hundred and seventy five dollar light bill that ain't been paid since eighty three. These folks can see that's my whole life. That's thirty seven years. <laughs> These folks can see that I was nine years old, and you I tell me that these folks can still say that I've had. People, no lie, I've had credit <laughs> company Equifax tell me that they could see what age I was at that time. They and they clearly up. know that I was not of age to put a damn thing in my name. <laughs> the folks told me that they didn't have a problem with removing that remark. But I had to do one thing first. I had to call back to the county sheriff department where when his when his when his forgery and fraud charge was made and prosecute who well, was. was. Yep. There's no way that I can <laughs> prosecute Big Mama. <laughs> Big mom going down, honey. It's going down. Okay. So, down. so but it's so, the truth. <laughs> but but it's crazy, but that's that's me being honest because that yeah. They sabotaging the game and instead of people it goes back to a second ago and you said with the right amount of money you can get people to do what the hell you want them to do. And um, it's amazing that I've done a little research myself that automatically if you hit the lottery, you your know. credit score automatically goes back to an 800. Yeah, because I mean, you don't owe nobody then. Yeah, you don't owe nobody nothing. <laughs> well, you know, that's funny because I, I've been like, off the grid. I have no credit. And I was I was a victim of identity theft. So I was trying to process and build my credit. And when you say that just this month, the bank sent me, like I did a secure card, they sent my payment back and told me they upgraded me to a platinum visa. But the thing <laughs> of it is, is I just recently had money sitting in my account and I changed my address to a my address, like the location had me in a zone 
as if I'm rich. So I don't have the money of where I live. And the money in my account is money for me to pay something, but I ain't had an opportunity to pay it, so it's sitting there. And my friend said, it's because they see it looking like you got money. So they now starting to offer you stuff. Mm-hmm. Four years, they ain't offered me. I would ask for an upgrade, and they would deny, deny, deny. And when I don't ask for it, in just this one month, they're giving it. And you say, hit the lottery. And it's almost like that. So I have a question. You say you had a secure, you had a secure card, correct? Mm-hmm. And you, so you know what they did? You had a secure card. You was using it and paying it, and they seen that, and they mm-hmm. just automatically do that. You built your credit. They just automatically yeah, they automatically do that. Yeah. Mm. See, that's what okay. that's what so, Credit Karma does. They try to sell people these different. Oh, I would get a credit card from Credit Karma if they had a double barrel <laughs> shotgun on me. The best place to get credit cards from is the bank or Navy yeah, Federal. Fargo. Navy Federal is the best place to get anything, especially when you're dealing with your credit. If you have somebody that you know is a member or to something like that. They're the best ones. They give you very good interest rates. They give you money back. They give you a lot of stuff. I I would take Navy Federal over anybody. Now, what's the difference between banking institutions and credit unions? Well, I look at it like this. Yeah, I have both of them. I have Bank of America, and they just don't give me what Navy Federal gives me. Is Navy Federal a credit union? Yes, a very good so, credit union. Are they going to USAA? You know what? I'm not for sure. Yeah, basically they are. They are. How do you, how do you feel about yes. Gold Coast Federal Credit Union? I never, um, I never had them. The only other um, credit union that we use in my house is I think, because my son has I think, and they have very good interest rates as well. So if it's yeah, really not, Coast. yeah. So I really, I, I, I tell anybody to get a credit union versus a bank. Yeah, let me My just say this for any um, she's not happy. She's not happy with their rates, right? She's been with them because she's a teacher, and she's been mm-hmm. with them for like 30, 40 years. Seem like you know, ever since uh-huh. she's been teaching, that's the only job she had. She started with them, and she don't even get her loans through them because of their the way they their um system works. We she got one mm-hmm. car loan to them before and it screwed her over and so now, now she doesn't even drive through them. But she mm-hmm. has maybe federal she'll go through them. Well I mean let's let's be let's be real about something. Um banking institutions still don't I mean it's a little bit better for black people but I mean, if you don't have anywhere between a 750 or 800 credit score with proven history of being able to buy and pay off things, banks and, and credit unions are still in the dark on how they handle black people when it comes to giving out any type of funding. So, I mean, we're not going to see any great um, funding where banks or institutions, uh, regardless if they federally ran or uh, a regular bank nationwide is still ran by the Federal Reserve who makes the final decision on how much money is given to any race of people. So we're still governed by certain rules and regulations that have been put in place to keep black people from 
um excelling financially. Let's not let's not act like that don't still I take can't say that no legacy. I I'm can't agree honest. with I you. I can't say that because I mm. I can get anything I want. And when I say anything, it don't matter. I can get anything that I want because I have the credit score that I need and I know how to go in and I know how to talk. As long as you know how to talk to people and you speak they lingo, you good. I'm gonna, you know what happened to me just recently, and I was really upset with a car dealership. I I my lease was getting ready to be up, and I went to Toyota over there by um summit, and I was gonna um I was gonna get me a Lexus. And I told them, I said, well, okay. So I decided I was going to go in there and I told my son to drive me there. I did not go in my Mercedes because I felt like they were going to stereotype me. So the the car dealer, he still stereotyped me. I'm going to tell you what he did. He looked at my color and sadly to say he was a black man just like me. So I told him, I said, I wanted to, you know, test drive the Lexus truck. And the first thing he said, oh, do you think you can afford it? I still didn't say anything. I still told him, I said, all I said was, go get the keys. Let me drive it. So I drove it. I was trying to call to unlock my credit profile. Tell you what he did. He gave me a business card. He says, so when, when you can afford it, you can come back. Just that way. And gave me his business card. And I was like, wow, wow, that's how we do it. And I was kind of upset with him. But then I wasn't upset with him because he was ignorant, because he looked at my color. He didn't know what was in my pocket. He didn't know if he ran my social security number, I was going to come back like I needed to come back. He didn't know that. He just judged me from the way I look. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay. I still went not dressed up dressed down, went over to Jaguar and McLaren on Okeechobee. The people in Jaguar and McLaren treated me like a person. They didn't look at my color. They didn't worry about my pocketbook. They didn't worry about none of that stuff. I test drove a car there. I was unsure that I was getting the car, but the test car that I test drove, they put it aside because the guy told me, he said, I know you would be back for it. But the thing is, what I wanted the guy really didn't want to give me, but I ended up getting something a little bit better. And I was like very upset. Like, you know, people judge you on your the way you look. I can't judge you. I can't judge your wallet because you look the way you look. You could be a millionaire. So sometimes, you know, you gotta look at all of that there. And it's not just, but, you know, it's not just black people. But, it's just but, people in general. Miss Marion, you, even though you, that, that was a horrific situation, it proved my point because even though he was black, he still was working for the entity that was able to make you feel like that. Because the crazy thing is, and we talked about this on the show before, um, businesses, businesses, especially white businesses have been taught that in order to be able to make especially black people spend large lump sums of money or to get in debt is to tell them or make them feel like they can't afford something that someone else can do so normally that would have made the average person go back to that same place just to prove to that person that 
you could that you can't afford. And at the end of the day, we have to understand that that's a taught method of getting you to spend your money. That's a taught method of allowing you to put yourself in debt to prove to someone that you can do what you want to do. Ain't got time to prove to nobody. So my thing is, I was, um, I'm going to show you something. I'm telling a little quick story about myself. I had over 70, no, yeah, I had over $72,000 in Regions Bank. And I, it's a building over here on 35th Street in Revere, used to be a women battered shelter. I wanted it because it had 21 rooms, a whole kitchen area, an area for a computer system set up. I mean, for like conference rooms. It was nice. It had six bathrooms. I went and found the lady who actually owned that building. Her name is, um, she's a parson. She's the mother of the parson boys. And um, she um, told me that there was a few steps that I needed to do if I wanted it. She told me whatever she was going to charge me um, for renting the building. Me and a couple more business people got the numbers together. And we put together a 10-year business plan, not a five, but a 10-year business plan that showed that well over that that building and that business would generate over six figures every year. After going and speaking with city council members in Riviera Beach, they told me I had to pay like a $4,500 application fee. One of the main things they wanted to keep stressing was that you do realize that this building is in a drug-related area. So like I told them, show me where it in West Palm and um, in Riviera Beach, that's not a drug-related area. So application in, waiting to be approved from there. So I go to Regions Bank. I go and ask Regions Bank with my 10-year business plan portfolio and, and my projected numbers of how this is going to make money. The okay from the person who is allowing me to get the building and where I'm at. There's a black manager that actually works at that bank over there off of um uh Okeechobee. That's where it was at Regions. She was a nice black lady and she actually helped me with everything. She wanted me to get this loan. Mm -hmm. I remember sitting waiting for the uh, I asked for one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. I wanted to have a little bit more money to utilize. You know, you 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 don't really use your money when you're doing a business venture. You use other people's mm -hmm. money. Other people's money. Right. So I remember two weeks had passed, and in those two weeks, I remember a letter came in the mail, and it was two. One of them was a cashier's check for seventy some thousand dollars. And one of them was a letter. And in this letter, Regions Bank wrote me back saying, here's a cashier's check for the money that you had in our bank. We no longer want to do business with you. What They didn't give me no legitimate reason of why they were sending me my, cash, my money back in a cashier's check. But six months of my money being in this account, there was no problem with Regions Bank. When I went to Regions and asked them to borrow a hundred and some thousand dollars on, I already got seventy some thousand dollars in your bank account. Them folks sent me my money back. 
and told me they no longer wanted to do business with me. So when when somebody tell me that's not that's not how the overall view of it is, maybe you know when it comes to credit, but I guarantee if you do the numbers, if the amount of black people who have just as good credit as as white or Asians in the United States of America are are denied five times more with the same credit score, Equifax score, and all that other stuff, the same, blacks are still denied five times more than any other race in the United States. Go run the numbers. I have to run the numbers on that. Get back with me. I'm gonna get back with your legacy on that one. That's one. That's a mind boggler right there. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to see that though. Mm -hmm. I have a question. What would be the difference between an individual wanting to fix their credit and just started writing letters to the credit bureaus, as I've been told in the past, and or coming to your service? What would be the difference, or, or the advantage, or the disadvantage? Because we do all accounts in one dispute. If you did it, you got to go one by one. And the best way to get results from a credit bureau is do all the accounts at one time. You do all three bureaus, all accounts at one time. That's called one challenge. So you got 30 to 45 days to get the information back. So say, for instance, in one bureau, if you got 37 accounts, 37 accounts are going to be on that one dispute letter. So whatever's in there that's counting against you. And that's the way to do it because you get a better result. How long have you been doing the, the, the credit services? Almost eight years. I know your uh, prices vary by, you know, uh, case by case basis, but can you give us like the general range of how much the person will be paying monthly? If they will about, monthly about, I would say about 100 monthly. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. No. To get Do what you, you want, that's not bad at all. Um, yeah. The credit monitoring, paying that 25 credit monitoring. When you sign up to do the actual program itself, that comes with it. That monitoring system that you're talking about, that credit monitoring, it comes with it. And as long as you active, you know, with your service every month, you have the opportunity to use that monitoring system. So is the service um the hundred, like you said, pay a hundred a month, that's towards your 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 debt. And it, then it's, it's an additional fee towards the service. It's two fees. No, it's uh it's a lot of stuff that comes within that hundred a month. Because besides that, you get another powerful paper that we all need, and that's that will trust power of attorney. Even though it's a self-prepared will trust power of attorney, but it's a legal document that you can write down whatever you want in there and have it notarized and recorded at the courthouse. And that's one, like, I really tell people, I govern them on doing that, basically. Especially Let me just say, Tony. Let me just say, Tony's notary guys. Call Tony. That's it. <laughs> Do you all set up trust funds? No, but you can. Um, we teach you all the steps. 
I teach you how to stay out of debt. I teach you your will, trust, power of attorney, your health surrogate. I teach you all of that. So when you, if you ever had to get your credit done, you go to school with me. I got a um. Let's say, for instance, I like I say, I do, I, I, I dabble a little bit, especially when it's coming to this. Um, I've learned that. Let's say, for instance, I owe. Chase Bank, mm -hmm. um, five thousand dollars. Chase Bank turn around and sell that debt to a collector. Mm -hmm. Let's say the collector collected a thousand, sold, bought that debt from Chase Bank for a thousand dollars. Chase Bank has been paid. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't understand that when you're when someone buys your debt from a, another entity, you do not own, you do not owe that collector or that bank anymore because the debt has already been paid when they purchased it. So not only that, not only that legacy, if if you owe Chase and Chase sells your loan to let's say Amtrust Bank. You're you're not in debt to Amtrust. You was in trust. Okay. You signed a contract with Chase. That's right. So you don't owe Amtrust anything. Right, but but they when they come at you, they make you feel that you do owe them. So that's because people don't know. Right, but see, one of the main things police and law enforcement and everybody else in dealing with law love to say ignorance of the law is no excuse so this is my thing i understand that life is a business that's all the united states is is a corporation and a business but this is my thing everybody can't afford to pay for this information or this act to be done to empower the person who needs their credit uplifted why is it whether you why is it that we don't have a group base of individuals who are moving in this direction to financially construct black individuals without charging a fee and to show people how to make their credit better so that they can live better without trying to make a dollar off of improving someone's credit why is that not going on why are we not they find money for everything else. That's true. Fix your what? credit. It'll fix your life. Mm -hmm. But what about the people that can't? If I run into somebody that's sincere, okay, well, let's let's face it. If I run into somebody that's real sincere about getting their finances done, that means a single parent or somebody that want to do change in their household and they sincere, I will guide them what they need to do. Okay, you know, basically. But you got people, they want to pay $5,000 for these microwave results and then in 90 days, they come back and hit them side the head. Hold on, Miss Marion. Kiana Kiana said, why is this not taught in school before the credit is ever damaged? Because they don't have time to teach this in school. They're too busy no, doing other stuff. And, yeah, and I'm a teacher. Too busy, we too busy worried about 
um, skills for a standardized state test. We ain't got time. Now, if we do, if we do squeeze in, because at my job we have a financial literacy class for the students, but it's optional. Mm -hmm. It's optional. Mm -hmm. I think things like this should be mandatory, especially with the black athletes or with athletes. Period. Because yep. you can't. How do you take an 18, 19, 20 year old fresh out of college and give him all these billions of dollars? Him all that money. Who has never had it before? Now he he don't know what to do with it. This your cell phone number, Miss Pollock? Yes, it is. See, this structure is this this structure is taught in my house. When my eighteen year old graduates and he leaves to go to the military, he's already been structured. Cause see, when I was twenty six, I was in Chapter Seven bankrupt support because I was being crazy. But in my household, this is taught. Okay, so this, along his way, you know, I teach it to kids because everybody's not able to have it. Mm -hmm. So, when, when let's just look at the overall picture, Miss Mary. Mm -hmm. Yes, everybody needs to feed their family, and everybody has, you know, I understand that this is a business, but when are we? And me and Tony battled about things like this a lot when we having our one-on-one -on -one sessions because Tony feels like uh, I want to I save everybody. And that's not the case. If I'm able to empower, that's like education. If I knew how to read, and I'm not going to, and I won't, and everybody else can't read. Everybody else is illiterate. It would be wrong of me to not educate those that are illiterate because they can't read. So that is my that becomes my job to teach one so that the next person can go about doing the same thing. So when does it when does it go from being about a dollar to empowering special our people to giving these life lessons of teaching so that to each one teach one to where it filters down into our community to where everybody has a, a high credit score to where they, everybody can go in and start buying and purchasing up land buying and purchasing up buildings to construct black communities because the black community is one of the only communities who who is not by far um illiterate when it comes to credit we're also one of the only black communities that don't have um our own doctors and things that are running our own personal self clinics and things in our black community. We don't have those things because those things are not taught. So if you have a gift that you can make some money out of, but at the same time, you can pass this down and give these classes for those people, like you say, who are hungry, that wants to eat. When does, when does it stop becoming about a dollar? It starts becoming about the growth of our people. Okay, let's see. I got a, I have a question. Hold on, because this is gonna get good. Because I got a question. Okay, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get them all this good knowledge that I don't pay for. Okay, let's mm -hmm. go When they get ready to go to the realtor, you know anybody getting our free houses? Of free free houses with deeds? Because I don't know nobody that's giving out you know free homes. So I'm gonna give you all my knowledge. I'm going to get you where you need to go. 
I'm going to be broke over here, but I'm going to give you all my knowledge. I'm going to get you where you need to go. And then you're going to go and purchase and make the realtor rich. That ain't working. But that ain't, but that, I didn't say you had to go. Hold on. I didn't. But that's the way, that's the way it's going to be because I'm going to get you credit ready. You're going to buy stuff because they're not going to give you nothing. And then so I'm going to so now, now when you become pocket watching. That's like no, pocket watching. Pocket watching, but it's the business. You got to respect the, the business. Let me answer the question. Okay, answer the question, Anthony. Okay, because y'all going back and forth. Okay, what if I pay X number of thousands of dollars uh -huh. to go educate myself? Yes. So now that I have this knowledge, yes, I want to share the knowledge, mm -hmm. but that comes with a cost. Reason being, because if I have the knowledge and I want to give to the multitude, my black people, at what point do I now move ahead in life, which is going to take finances? Because if I'm giving my knowledge away 40 hours a week, and you, you say it becomes your job. So your job is 40 hours a week. So 40 hours a week, I'm, I'm feeding the multitude what I paid for for free because they can't afford it. How do I eat? How I'm going to tell you how. A lot of rich people don't sell their products at hundreds of dollars. People that wants to educate you or give you a, or get you to buy into how they're doing things, they don't charge you hundreds of dollars repeatedly. What they do is they get a large area, rent it out, and do a seminar and charge a certain amount of money for a certain amount of days to get you where you need to be so you can be educated. So if you are able to host a seminar to get his class and everything that you need to get done within three days. And you say, Hey, you got, you got, you're going to do three sessions a day and you holding uh, four to 5,000 people a day who wants to have this information and you're selling out and you got 10,000 people and you're selling out all three of these days, wherever you go. If you're having 10,000 people and you're charging $100, you made $10,000 three times that day. That's 30 k for giving out, for giving it out. But when you are charging, and, and I haven't heard you say, Miss Mary, how much y'all really charge um, per when someone signs up and how long. And I'm going to tell you why I say this, because it has nothing to do with somebody that called me today trying to give me, and it was just ironic that we was having this discussion today because somebody called me today. And, and they told me about the 100, the 100 score. And so I'm, I'm grilling them now, just like I'm doing. And the gentleman told me that they stand behind their product 100%. You sign up, and they're going to help you get to 100, 100 points or better. But guaranteed 100. If you get to 99 and you don't get to 190 days, you get whatever money that you've done plus back plus you get 90 that you get to keep the 99. So my thing is I asked him, well, how much are you charging monthly? He was like, oh, we're charging $150 monthly. Um, so at, at the 90th day, if we haven't got you 100, that money that was already taken will be refunded back to your account and you still get to keep the 99 score. And I was like, that sounds nice. But they throw in a guarantee. 
We all know when people throw in guarantees, we ain't read the fine print at the bottom of the da 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 da, da that you need a microscope or a magnified glass to be able to get that shit. But or attorney, or attorney to interpret it. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is there are ways to steal. But hold on, hold on before I finish. He said that once we get you to a hundred, you are now locked in for a hundred and fifty dollars a month for the rest of that year. So even though they may only get you to a hundred, and that's a good jump, but if for the rest of the year you never go up another point, you still are entitled to pay them the hundred and fifty dollars a month. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying that. I don't give a damn about that other stuff with different races because other races help other races. All I'm saying is there is a way to empower yourself and still make a nice living without draining the pocket. Because if we look on TVs and if we look at these webinars, people charge $19 sessions, $20 sessions to get a CD in and sit in here and they got hundreds of thousands of people all across the United States paying this money just to get this information. And they're not charging $150, $100 to do this every month. And they're still eating. So when are we going to start, when are we going to start building our culture to where we're now self-educating our own in order to have an even playing field across the board without everybody saying, well, what about my damn pocket? Well, why don't you go get trained in the credit repair business and you go do that? I'm with oh, you, Miss Marion, because oh, I watch him pay is, for everything. As a teacher, as a teacher, oh. I, as a teacher, I watch my students with $200, $300 pairs of shoes on, getting F's, doing what they want to do, parents buying whatever they want to. I look at bundles, lashes, nails, and this is the type of funding that can be used for something positive mm -hmm. like fixing your credit to set your mm -hmm. children and your family up for the future. I mean, Tom, I'm, I'm, you don't go to Walmart and negotiate. Talking about you don't go to Walmart. Let me negotiate this chicken. No, you go buy the chicken from Walmart. So why are you gonna knock the black business that this? It's not. A, it's savage. It's not about knocking. A, it's not about knocking a black business. I was asking her, how do we go about empowering people who cannot afford to do that? Because I'm pretty yes, sure. I heard you. I heard you. Just because you yell don't mean your point come across better because you yell it. If I am trying to see if we can find a way to still make money for the person and still educate at a rate to where people can afford to do this, why not? Okay, I tell you what, Legacy, well, you, you set up the auditorium, you put the rate together to charge the tickets, you pay me and I come educate them. That's how we'll do that. So, when you do it from a large scale like that, Legacy, you got to also look at the cost of the building. Yep. You're renting the building. Not even that, I mean, Tony. The same people that she give it to for free going to be the same people that chop her at the neck. And yep. go low under because they did not have to invest the time or money in there. So when we ask about us as a people, you can actually turn back and say, I'm going to help my people and your people will be the one that bury you. Yeah. So first, our people got to learn but, to stay but that happens, but that happens in no. every race. No. Every race you have, you have people that you. you. That, but you ask why nobody don't hand back. We're crabs in the bucket. If I come I help really, you, 
let's say she charging a hundred dollars. The next person gonna be like, shoot, so I could get people from her. I done learned everything. Who I do it for fifty dollars. So can so, you point her her kids won't eat? Let me ask you so a question. Marion, once, once a person pays the initial sign up fee and the hundred dollars every month, they don't have to do anything. You guys do everything else? They do the letters, and then you get a whole portal. So it wouldn't be me just saying, oh, this happened, that happened, this happened. You, you'll you be able to see it yourself on the computer screen. So, But it's nothing that the person will actually have to do. You guys do the hard part. We do, we do the hard part. And to me, that's worth it. Like, that's worth it. When I think about what it's to get your finger right, and I try to do it, and it was, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare trying to do it on my own. There's certain laws and stuff that everybody are not, you know, you're not really aware of. Everybody don't know about these laws and these loopholes, and they could tell they you one thing. I want to, I want to, I want to say something to Legacy. Legacy, yes, when I started this business, it was almost we're going on eight years. Okay, there are people along my journey that I have invested. I'm talking about money in for business, okay? Because this is a business and you have to invest. I lost $1,700. I invested in them. I'm still friends with them, but I know how to take them now because what they did, they used the platform and now they're in their own credit repair company, okay? They are lowballing. They are taking clients. They are doing whatever, but guess what? I'm not hating on them. Do what you need to do. If that's what you have to do, you do it. Because I look at it like this here. What God got for me going to be for me no matter what. But I have helped people and I have lost money. But I'm not I'm not mad about losing the money. I just felt like, okay, I planted something. They felt like they grow from it. So they elevated and they started them a business. I mean, that's just like, let's look at this. You know? Remember when people started doing the tax scam? There's yeah. a bunch of, you know, people were doing the tax scam. And then all of us, <laughs> then all of us. <laughs> Everybody went to go in jail. Hold on, but then you, let's say, for instance, somebody taught me. Let's, let's say somebody was bringing me into it. First, I had to go recruit people and come in to bring in. Yeah. And I learned how much money they were actually making. And they say, okay, I'm going to teach you the game now. But you can't, you know, be in my vicinity of what I do. You can have this side, I have this side, and we'll help each other. But then let's say that person ventured out to another state or go to a state that a lot of people don't know about the tax thing yet. So now they go to another state and they're eating good. Some, I agree with you that sometimes oversaturating the the teaching for free tends to knock you out of the park. I do. But I like I say, everybody, the ones that's hungry, I like I said, I believe in, you know, if you know that you probably end up with $1,800 to $2,000 for this product that you're giving somebody. And you say, you know what? I'm gonna run a special. I'm gonna I won't I wanna help 200 people today. I'm only charging five hundred dollars for this. You didn't go hungry making them 10k that you just did. You empowered some people 
but you made 10K, so you can't say you went hungry. Of course, you, you could have made 60, but you made that and you satisfied with it because I've I heard you say over and over that it wasn't the money that was lost that bothered you. The money really meant nothing. But there's, there's, there are buku ways that we can still do that and you still eat good, but we can make it to where we have these classes. And this ain't to tell you how to do your thing. This is just me thinking about an overall perspective of how we can Again, help our I'm going to be community. honest. Some of us, we gonna, I'm going to talk about us. Some mm -hmm. of us, I could give us the same information that a Caucasian person can give. And guess what? They'll take that Caucasian person word over mine. I, that is true. And they'll pay the Caucasian 200 like, whatever, 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 whatever they had. Speaking of that, let me let me let me elaborate on that since you say that. As a notary, as a notary, when I quote my price to to, to us, they question it. What? <laughs> oh my god. You know, if I tell them it's ten dollars, I got seven. Well, I didn't tell you it was seven. I told you it was I ten. You it was 10. <laughs> well, so why, come on back when you have the other, you know, the rest of the money. I'll still be here. My I'm not coins. You know, I need all of my coins. You know, um, and then so, it's been so funny how when I tell them, come on back, I'll still be here. You know, when you have the rest of the money, it's so funny how all of a sudden seconds later, oh, I got it. You you found the ten dollar bill, but you couldn't find it. But when I tell them the, the other color people is 15, is 20, they have no problem. They give you that coin and they tip. And keep going. And and, and repeat. Yeah. See, you well, can keep and tell their family and friends. Yes. That part, and you know, it's so bad that I I hate to say this because I don't like the stereotype us, but it's so hard when it comes down to black people. I don't understand us. I don't understand we will go all. and buy all the knockoffs. We'll buy all this other stuff, but when it comes down to us, our money, finances, credit, paying our bills, we the ones got the worst problems. But but Miss Mary. Miss Mary, but let's like I say, let's be. T Savage just made it clear that when, when other races are taught economics early on in life, that's not something that is even pretty much offered in school anymore. So when you have, huh? I didn't learn it in school. Right. So when you're not educated, first of all, you're already pitted against one another since 400 years ago to learn to hate each other. Mm -hmm. That's being true. So when, you, when you've been trained all your life to honor whitey, you know, you got a white Jesus and, and the white man got to be pure and, and any other race got to be pure except for the criminal-minded, criminal acted upon black race. Jesus, we're black always man. skeptical. We're always looked upon differently. <laughs> but if we are taught... If we are taught this from school, if we have edu parents that are educated that know better than what we were all probably taught when it comes to finances, if we were taught about you know uh, Roth accounts and we were taught we were taught about IRAs and not CDs and 
uh, mutual funds that really does not um, bring about any money in, in all that time. And we knew that we needed to invest and not go out there and buy these $200 Jordans. Yeah, you may have a little bit of white people that go out and buy $200 Jordans and things um, uh, like that. But truth be told, those races are taught to invest in these things. And this is a hidden fact from black people. And white, I've ran into several rich white people that have told me that the playing field is equal, but the information is dispersed in books. And one of the most un, unreal factors is when it comes to information and they hide it in books, black people hate to read. That's it. That's it. They always say if you want to hide something from a black person, put it, put in, it in, in the book. book. And that's so sad. Another thing I want to add too, I worked in retail or um or Walmart for, for eight or nine years. And it's so sad that every single year, every single year, Black Friday, I will see some of the same exact faces coming in by three, four, five flat screen TVs, you know, well in my in bicycles, computers, and stuff like that. And in my mind, I'm saying well, bitch, what happened to the computers, TVs you bought last year? You, you know, you just bought all the same stuff, exact stuff, last year. You yeah. know, so last year you bought a 32 inch, so this year you want to buy a 40, 40 inch. Then next mm -hmm. year you want to buy a, a, a 48 inch. Next year you want to buy a 50, you know, every year, you know, so so you probably got 30 TVs in your house now because I know in one year that TV, <laughs> in one year that TV can't be broke. You know what I'm saying? So, they it depends on how bad the children are now. Most of them have some bad kids now. Yeah. So well, well, making, well, the point I'm making is that the fact that you're investing two and three and four thousand dollars because they spend that much. So I saw one girl was on the phone bragging as she was walking by me. Girl, I'm, I'm, I ain't spending nothing but three stacks this year. Hmm. You know, so if you got three and four stacks to spend at Black Friday, why you got? Fifteen hundred dollars or or two or three hundred dollars to fix your credit. Yeah, exactly. But but let me show you something too, right quick, before we move on, cause we gotta get ready to get out of here. Um, I want y'all to watch how society do things. Like, um, let's say, friends, remember when these folks was giving out this your government now that 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 no, feed um, legacy. D-Lo said, hey, Marion, what's good, cousin? For sure. For sure, Donnell. We appreciate you coming on, my man. But let's check it out. Remember when they was giving out them $400 stimulus checks and them $600 stimulus checks? When they was giving them out and people were receiving them, it's just ironically that a sale was always going on in Walmart for a 72-inch TV <laughs> for $3.99. Or, or uh, uh, 84-inch when it was for $5.84. So you are already preying on the black community because they already know that you don't know the value, the real true value of a dollar, that we invest in things that depreciate and nothing that appreciates with time. So you don't gave up your whole damn stimulus check for this eighty-four inch flat plastic piece of shit. But but when you what the stimulus check to circulate money? Screen, say what, Miss Juicy? 
But the stimulus check was to circulate the um, dollar again. It was black people don't need a damn dollar circulate. We need to build some goddamn credit. <laughs> I'm just saying that was the point of it. <laughs> but ain't that's crazy that the flat screens, like Tony says, just tend to just except for six or seven dollars of the stimulus check, just tend to just match up almost perfectly. <laughs> yeah, they, they, like, they adjusted the price every year based yeah. on the stimulus check. They, they, they lowered it so that once they added tax, it ate up the entire check. Yes! It's like you I, go and spend the check. <laughs> That's my question. It's still back on the subject. Um, Miss Marion, to how long do you think that the process takes? How many months do someone need to it look depends. forward to invest in $100? It depends on... Because, for instance, okay, your case, you may only be enough for six months. Somebody else's case may only be there for four months. You never know what's in the credit bureau till you pull the first initial report and go through that whole challenge. Miss Marion, it's 8.50. Um, before y'all go on, I got to bow out because I got to get up at 5 o'clock. Uh, Good night, everybody. Miss Mary Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you, Savage. Good night. Good night. Is 850 a perfect credit score? That's an excellent credit score. Excellent. Okay. So let's say you're able. Let's say you are able to remove all bad remarks, Miss Marion. Do that. Take my credit score to the to excellent, excellent. Now, when I'm taking out the bad, you got to be putting on something good. How you gonna put on? You gotta put on something good. You gotta have, you know, you gotta have some revolving credit, credit card, car payment, mortgage, something revolving. Just so you gotta have more debt. Something that you can on a monthly basis. Yeah, you gotta do something good. So once you get the credit to a certain level to where now I can go and get something, I need to go put myself in debt to show that I can pay something. You got to show them that you can pay. You already done showed them you were <laughs> Like, come on. So it's best to go get a secure credit card and get a line because with a secure credit card, you can go in and open that up 500000 whatever you putting down because that's the money that you are investing into yourself, right? Right. Yeah. And then go and make payments and make sure you stay on it monthly and also play not just the interest but the principal also. And when you get a secured card, do not go over 30%. So, meaning don't what I did with out. my card, don't what I did it. with my card was I used it like I would pay my bills, and then the mm -hmm. money that I had to like say I paid my light bill, but I gotta pay my light bill regardless. I used my credit card to pay the light bill and then pay my credit card bill with my money, and I just paid all my bills with my credit card. And then pay you, my still don't, off. you still don't want to go over the 30% because see when your closing date hit, no matter if you're paying it off or not, if you over that 30%, you're not going to have a good credit score. It depends on the card. So say for instance, if you got a $1,000 card, then you got a little lead way to play around because you got $300 you can play around with. But for instance, one of my credit cards have to be paid on 
the first of the month. Okay, by the 20th, that's my cutoff date. So whatever I've already charged before the 20th, I need to go ahead and have that taken care of. So when they go ahead and do my record for the month, I'm recorded at my 30%. Yeah, it's yeah. a numbers game. And another thing, too, you don't want to make your payment, say if your payment due on the 17th, you want to make that payment at least on the 13th. 13, 14. And you need to make it before 5 o'clock our time just in case it's a different time zone. All of that stuff counts. But, but, but Miss Marion, you're proving my point even more. They, This is stuff that people are not educated on. So, Try if to they, tell them they don't want to listen, you can't take a horse to water and make him drink it. <laughs> period, legacy. Period. As my baby say, period, poo. You can't you're make right, him drink you're right. water. Well, listen, ladies and gents, um, we're drawing near. We we definitely have enjoyed this evening. Uh, we're 16 minutes over, but it definitely was worth it. Um. We like to tell, you know, I like to first, you know, give a shout out to my boss, Mr. Anthony Brown, for making this all possible um, for all of us to attend tonight. Besides God making it possible for all of us to be here, period. Um, and I'll get back to you, boss man, on that in a minute. I want to also just get a floor to Miss Marion for she can let everybody know um, where she can be found and things of that nature. Um, before we come to an end. Give it to him, Miss Mary. I can be fine on Instagram. I am underscore Marion P. Or I can be fine on Facebook. Marion, M-A-R-I-O-N-P-O-L-L-A-C-K. 305-458-4585. Or you can contact Tony to find me. <laughs> or be over to Tony House once a month. Once a month. <laughs> It's pedicure time because I am Tony's nail tech as well. Give it to him. I'm talking about money all around the board. <laughs> oh man, thank you, Miss Marion. But I want to come to uh Miss Juicy. Let them folks know how to get to you, baby. Well, you can reach me um on Instagram, Miss Beautiful. It's spelled M-S-B-E-U-T-E-A-F-U-L. Or on Facebook, Nicole Purse, P-U-R-C-E. And then my business number is 785-422-6949. And I'm here for all of your nutrition and holistic health needs. All right. We thank you so much, Miss Juicy, for all of that juicy information. Then it comes down to bringing it down to my girl. Even though we already got rid of her twin, Miss Savage, we love you. Uh, to the boss lady, Miss Tiama, sweetness. Tell them how they can reach you, my dear. Tony know how to put it up there. Tony, go ahead. Damn it, ain't nobody asking about no Tony. Bling, 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 bling. Just in time accessories. You know it. I think you just mad because you don't got a secretary. <laughs> don't get mad because I got a secretary. You got a secretary. Oh, man. Mr. Anthony Brown, before we get out of here, man, uh, let him know. Oh, and I got a special shout-out I want to uh, send to somebody after you do this, Tony. Okay. 
I just want to say that um, before, I, before I tell you where I could be reached, I just want to remind everybody if you're new to the channel, definitely hit that subscribe button. I forgot to say it early in the show. Hit the like and um, no more comments. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, far as for me, uh, Legacy the Great. I appreciate everybody coming out. Wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. You moving kind of slow tonight. You sleeping? I just said subscribe. I didn't tell you where you can find me. Well, get that in. Uh, are you not listening? I'm hungry. <laughs> There's a little delay. It's because of the reception. I can be found on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And YouTube, the Anthony Brown Show. What about out there beside the road walking the dog? No. I, I thought he no. just walks with you. <laughs> the dog. <laughs> the dog. <laughs> My office hours are from nine to five. <laughs> five heartbeats. Yes. Um, Yes, you are, you know, Legacy the Great, Facebook up on the our Dream Williams, YouTube, Antonio Williams, email is uh, A-U-N-Y-A-W-M-S-121 at gmail.com. Also, um, today, uh, for me, it's been a very educational day. I thank you ladies for coming on and enlightening me. Um, I hope, Miss Marionette, you know, maybe we can do a joint venture um, see what we can work out about getting these folks where they need to be, work out something where you can still eat and they can get educated. You know, I'm definitely serious about that. But far as for me, before we go, um, I want to give a shout out to a sensational sister of mine. She recently graduated from uh, Valencia State University, Kiana Foster. Uh, Vadosta, Georgia. She has a bachelor's, uh, bachelor's degree, um, bachelor's of arts, and she just recently completed this. And I just want she was just on the show, and I just wanted to let my sister know just how much I appreciate her working hard and doing her thing. Um, always finding time to support me in my ventures and my family. That she on the ATL, she could have been in bed right now because she had to be to work. There she is, early in the morning. And uh, she still stayed in. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yes, she was she worked so well. And uh, you know, I know I talk a lot of crazy Shit. stuff, ladies. Go ahead. Uh-huh. I said crazy. I I I, I said what you really meant. <laughs> but you know, I I really do believe in uh black power. Definitely, I'm uplifting when it comes to us, but. You know, it's it's great to see when uh, we are we as a people, but especially our sisters, our mothers, our aunties, grandmothers, and things continue to excel even in the midst of being in the middle of the frying pan at all times. So I definitely want to continually encourage her to keep pushing forward. She also just got um, an interview yesterday. What today? Um, she to get a um, another another great job opportunity, making about. $16,000 more than what she makes now. So I want to congratulate her and to go ahead and, uh, you know, keep her uplifted and let her know that that job will be hers. Uh, but before we get out of here, I want to just let everybody know, 
the ATL show will be premiering Friday at 9 p.m. So uh, be if you if you late, we still appreciate you to come on in and do your thing because we need all the views and all y'all attention and participation. So on top of that, everybody, ATL hope. ATL, they're back. Anthony, T.O.M.A., G. Savage, Legacy, they're back, they're the best, let's get it, season two. I'm the best at this shit, that's fact, and there's only one reason that I came back, and set the fucking record straight, I'm the best, you other cats just failed the way, first off, ain't no beef with the spitters in my city, but if it come for 28, then shit get greedy, I'm shitty. Yeah, 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 yeah.